Ladies and gentlemen, fellas, 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 your boy's back with the gaff content. It's been like three or four weeks. Relax. I've been going through a lot of things in terms of having to travel to some family occasions, in terms of having to make a big old move. But we're back. We're back with the gaff content. I'm excited to pump it your way. DFS, betting, all that type of stuff. We're smacking you around with right now. And we're here for the first time. So we're back at a perfect time right now, right? The king is back, Rory McIlroy. Shout out Rory for the win. Shout out Rory for the first win since he's been a father. You'll love to see it in the place where he ended up winning a long time ago in Wells Fargo, Quail Hollow. And we're here to smack you with the top eight plays as of right now. My projections, my ownership, all that stuff is done. I'm feeling really dialed in for this contest. A lot of people not liking this week because, you know, you got a major next week. Dustin Johnson already withdrew. I'm personally liking this week right now because I'm re-entering the Gouth streets. So we're excited for it. So let's start off right away with the top eight plays in the day. And we'll hit you. We'll smack you with the number eight play in the day. Today, that number eight play is going to be Mr. William. William. Oh, one of the sexiest things on tour right now in terms of players to get all excited about. It's like Colin Morikawa a year, a year and a half ago right now. Will Zalatoris. $9,700. Opened up 30 to 1. You know, 33, 35 in some spots. Number one player in this field as it stands right now on approach. Number three in TD Green. You can see some of the metrics on the screen. Absolute dynamite. I currently have Will Zalatoris as it stands right now at this price point as my favorite $9,000 option. Now, I'll be honest with you. It's kind of slim pickings in the 9K range, but I have him for 77.2 fantasy points today. I do believe Zalatoris will see rising ownership. I'm not quite sure if it hits 20%, but somewhere around 17, 18% is probably where it will be. I'm fine doing that because there's so many ways to get different in the 6 and 7K range, and we're going to talk about some of those ways as we go through this but if we pull up fantasy national to see what was will zalatoris has been doing his quote-unquote game log if you will check out fantasy national i'll link them up down below a great stats database it's coming off of a missed cut so i think this might be a spot to potentially like if will zalatoris finishes top 20 last week coming into this event which is a pretty nice field before a major i think you get him pushing 20 to 25 percent coming off of the missed cut not playing as well lately the off the tee game has kind of been flopping the last type couple times out there but he missed the cut mainly because of the putter he lost two strokes with the putter not something that i'm going to be too worried about sticking coming off of the great performance at the masters a couple weeks back so will zalatoris for me is somebody that i feel good about as our number eight play in the day today my favorite 9k option on this slate on a slate loaded with some 10k options even after dustin johnson withdraws so zalatoris at that 77.2 fantasy point projection for me is somebody who's on a short list early in the week as a priority how you doing today like subscribe do those things i appreciate you being here right now if you're finding me for the first time let me know what you think about this content again i'm happy to be back in the gal streets for all of you how to wear the turtleneck for this one somebody please send me some more goddamn turtlenecks but the Gaff event starts this Thursday. Some little background for you on the course. It's the first time. The first time that they're playing some TPC Craig Ranch. It's the first time at Craig Ranch. Par 72, it's a long one. 7,468 yards. But the good news is, the good news is that it seems to be easy. There's been people on the broadcast team, some people who have played here in the past, especially on the Corn Ferry Tour, saying that these guys won't have any issues with it, not as narrow of fairways, so it's fine to just bomb it out there. Accuracy is going to matter, right, as always, but not as much as it would on some Thinner fairways, tree line fairways, things along those lines. So first time course, they played it on the Corn Ferry Tour. Easy distance is the way that people have been describing it so far. So without really knowing too much about the course, specifically how these types of caliber of players have played here, it's really hard to judge in terms of what you're going to find in terms of key stats. So yeah, driving distance, having some sort of distance matters. But also if you don't have the greatest distance, but you have accurate long irons, that can make up for it here. If it's not going to be too crazy in terms of having to scramble. But bombers like Bryson will have a nice advantage, of course. Mainly basically Bryson Champ in this field. But approach, long irons is what I'm looking at, the par 5 
five scoring and the greens and regulation which is another nod to wills Altoris. we just mentioned the number four player in this field in greens and regulation so let's now get into some of the other options on this slate and i'll smack it right now with a 7k option who i currently am high on and i'm not too sure if the field is going to be following behind and that is my number seven play on the slate today and that is going to be evr eric van ruin now some people might not be going here because he's coming off a of back-to-back missed cuts and it's not looking that good but you're getting a nice price decrease because of this with no potential ownership coming his way a 125 to one odds to win this thing evr right now is just missing the cut in the last two events so this is the guy who's missed the cut barely in his last two events and a lot of the game isn't flashing but it's not been terrible on approach he's basically been a net neutral to decent in spots like the honda and the Arnold palmer nothing has been standout fantastic here it's mainly a pricing play at 7400 for a guy who projects out for me for closer to a 78 to eight thousand dollar player again the valspar and the wells fargo back-to-back missed cuts he's fine when it comes to off the tee which is something i'm going to take advantage of here and he's fine when it comes to a birdie or better score which is something that is going to apparently be piling on this week more so than people expect for the first time at this course so evr is not something of flash there's not much behind it outside of a guy who's not going to pick up ownership in this mid to 7k range and really he's a leverage piece for you right there's going to be guys in this 7k range that are going to be picking up a lot of ownership mainly towards the top of the 7k range you're going to be seeing some guys like taylor gooch pick up some ownership carlos ortiz will pick up ownership doug gim will continue to pick up ownership rant sniker mainly because of name recognition pick up ownership johnny vegas because he's dirt cheap and continues to be dirt cheap even though he performs so that's five or six guys that are going to pick up double digit ownership and a lot of them are priced right around 7400 evr i'm fine to get there all we really need at this point because he's below 7500 and really 8000 is a made cut for the ownership levels that he'll be out and how he can actually start scoring on the weekend if he can just get there the number seven play on the slate for me now we get into the number six play on the slate and this is where the points upside comes from this is where i want to just be targeting the guys up top these players will have ownership in john rom i like john rom no matter what this week whether dustin johnson was in or out johnson obviously leaving is going to increase the ownership on john rom and i expect john rom if not to be the highest owned golfer in this field right up there with guys along the lines of more than likely Bryson DeChambeau I don't think Jordan Spieth gets up there so John Rahm arguably going to be the highest owned guy is the second highest priced player and an eight to one odds to win this thing that has shrunk a little bit in some spots six to one in some places co-favorite with Bryson DeChambeau the number one player in this field in greens and regulations the number one ball striker in this field because of what he can do off the tee his distance sets up very very nice here and that combination with his approach play makes him deadly it makes him a little bit better for me than Bryson who can get a little bit hectic at times again you're splitting hairs here up top but John Rahm at eleven thousand dollars is my highest projected player for 85.1 fantasy points that is 1.4 more points higher than bryson who is next in line he is one of two players him and bryson in the 80 point range so they're kind of on tiers of their own right now so pick whichever one you want i do think bryson comes on a little bit lower owned you can play both of them if you want to there's enough value john Rahm will be my pick here the number two strokes game t to green player in this field and my number six playing the slate again expect ownership but i'm not too concerned about that as we get inside the top six to the number five play on the slate right now i would like to let you know about the sponsor of the program today and that is going to be prize picks what is prize picks it is fairly simple and quite simple over-unders. You take over-unders on fantasy points, which is a nice little tweak compared to most traditional over-unders, or you can take the traditional version, which in this case in PGA, the board is not up yet. So you see NBA on the screen right now will be birdie or better, will be overall scoring. You just take the over-under. It's very, very nice. And now I will be adding my prize picks interest to this. I'll pin it up towards the comments if you want to be checking those out. But it's quite simple. If you put in your first deposit using the code SAL in the link in the description below, prize picks will double your money. However much you put in up to $100, you put in 50, bang, you got 100. So if you like, if you like player props, if you like taking over-unders, especially on fantasy points where I have these guys projected for, I think it's a really nice spot to take advantage of. I will be trying to hunt the John Rahman, Bryson DeChambeau overs because I have them projecting out clearly ahead of other guys on this slate. And I do believe that they're not going to be reflected that way in the market. So keep an eye out on the link down below for John Rahm and Bryson DeChambeau's props. If they're anything in the slow 70s or upper 60s, take the overs and don't even think about it. 
There you go, Prize Picks. He's proud sponsor of the program today. Be sure to use that code SOUND to double your money. Code SAL SOUND to get the free money bonus up to $100. Ruskies. The number six play in the slate and number five play in the slate is somebody we've already talked about. And this man's name is Doug Ginn because he will be picking up some ownership. Now, it's nothing dramatic. Again, it's all about your total lineup ownership. I just advocated for playing John Rahm as my number six overall play. He might be the highest home guy in the slate. It's all about total lineup ownership. So Doug Ginn, if he comes in with 10% ownership at $7,500, your pivot, if you need somebody in that lineup, could be EVR at 7,400, who will likely come in with no ownership, maybe 2 to 3% coming off of back-to-back missed cuts. The reason why Doug Gim is picking up ownership is because of the way that he's been playing lately. Now, if we leverage the game logs again on Fantasy National, you can see that the last time we saw Doug Gim, and he's really been struck. I mean, the biggest thing with Doug Gim is the putter, right? He's lost strokes putting in his last six events, some catastrophic performances, like his last time out at Valspar, where he missed a cut, lost four strokes putting. But everything else, I mean, the approach play is fantastic. The off the tee play has been clicking. The tee to green play in general has been clicking. I mean, he is arguably right now a top five ball striker and top five approach player in this field. But it just comes down to the fact that his putting is definitely bottom half of this field, which is not great, which is why his price point is a little bit lower than it is. But you can see the stretches that Doug Gunn was on. I mean, if he's going to be making the cut and finishing pretty regularly around the top 35 for you, has the upside to finish in that top 20, top 10, even at the AMAX earlier this season, he's having the best season of his career more than likely right now, his younger career. So Doug Gunn right now coming off of the missed cut, you're going to be getting kind of an ownership discount because of that. Like where he was playing recently, you can see that he was owned at 20%, 16% at spots like the Valero and the RBC. Then he ends up missing the cut at 16% owned, burns a lot of people. You're going to be seeing a lower ownership number still high for the price range but around 10 percent this week making doug Gim for me the number five play on the slate and a very solid option this week again another player who is strong when it comes to greens and regulation the number four play on the slate today is going to be bryce garnett here you go you get the six k range yes it is the upper six k range but bryce garnett is going to be a fine option for us here garnett is kind of similar to a doug game doug Gim has been playing overall much better and that's why the price point and the ownership comes in but in terms of how he's been placing right you might get a missed cut but you also might get a top 25 like the honda or a top 10 like you've been seeing overseas and in some different places like the Corrales and the Puerto Rico Open. This is going to be a much better field in those spots. Coming off of a miscut at the Wells Fargo, what went wrong there? And he kind of lost some strokes here and there. There was nothing specifically catastrophic for him. You're not going to find much ownership in this range. The 6K range this week, there are some solid options. We'll talk about more as we go a little bit higher up. But this is a fine $6,900 golfer for me, who I'm fine to say, okay, right now I currently have it as it stands, a $6,000 golfer who projects out for me. Again, this is all about the overall Vegas projections on uh, does this player make the cut? He's got like a 50-50 chance of making the cut. If he can get to that weekend, what I'm getting right now out of Bryce Garnett is a projection currently of 59.2 points, which outside of one player that we're going to get to stands out as being the best option in the six range. Now, I will let you know in my projections, there's guys like Andrew Putnam, Rory Sabatini, Jason Hadley, who all look very similar, even Roger Sloan at the exact same price point. A lot of these guys look very similar, just there's a higher made cut equity right now for Bryce Garnett than guys like Jason Hadley and Rory Sabatini, the way they've been playing lately. So at similar ownership projections, I'll take the higher made cut upside that Vegas is providing us right now on one Bryce Garnett. So now as we get inside the top three, I currently have two $7,000 options, low 7K options that are probably better pivots off of Bryce Garnett, to be completely honest with you, and one 6K option who is my number one play on the slate this week. These plays are all coming from my projections and my ownership projections, my player pools. We have an optimizer as well for DFS. You can check it all out at Discord access. Link down below on Patreon if you want to join that community. Come on in, reduce your research time, increase your chances of winning and join a lovely community that is linked down below on patreon any questions do not hesitate to reach out to me the whole point of that is to help you increase your bank 
rolls, decrease your time spent doing it all and having a good old time in that Discord and that community that we got over there with the fellas and the lady fellas. Your number three playing the slate for me this week is going to be James Hahn. Now, James Hahn coming in at $7,100 this week. I don't expect much ownership here. I think you're going to see a lot of that gravitate towards Doug Gim. Johnny Vegas in this lower 7K range is going to be soaking up a lot of it. And James Hahn is very similar to what you're seeing right now at a guys like EVR, even Bryce Garnett to an extent coming off of some missed cuts. So these are the value options. We know the payup options. We talked about Will Zaltoris. We talked about John Rum. We mentioned Bryson DeChambeau. These are some payup options that you can get to. Daniel Berger, I'm sure, will pick up ownership. Somebody else who's been winning this year and winning often over the last two years. You know the guys to go up for, but it's about finding the proper difference makers in that 7 and 6K range this week. And it really is because I'm playing the chalk. I'm playing Bryson. I'm going to play Rom. Maybe play both of them together. How do I find guys at 5% or lower ownership to balance out my total lineup ownership? I think James Hahn will be one of those guys for you for a guy who is having a fantastic season. Season, right? Top 10s, top 20s here and there. And then he ends up missing the cut at the Wells Fargo and the Valspar. The putter's been fine, right? If anything, it's just been the approach play that's fallen off a little bit these last two weeks. Something that wasn't as consistently bad as it was these last two weeks. But two weeks ago at the Valspar, it's like one hole that ends up blowing him up. And then last week, he just doesn't miss the cut very close to the number at Wells Fargo. So I'm not going to be holding it against him too much. At his 125 odds to win this thing, I think Vegas is telling us that he's better than this DraftKings price, which is what my projections are also telling us. He right now has the same exact odds as many $7,500 golfers in this field to win this thing. Most of them not named Doug Gim, who is clearly underpriced as well. It should be about an $8,000 golfer. So James Hahn, I think you're getting a little bit of value on right now. I have him for 61 fantasy points as it stands in the lower 6, 7K range. There's only one better golfer that is better than James Hahn right now for me that I would choose. And he is somebody picking up ownership. And that man's name is indeed going to be Johnny Vegas. Now, Johnny Vegas just continues to, when he makes the cut, finish top 40, finish top 30, finish borderline top 20 for you. 100 to 1 odds to win this thing where he's currently priced. A lot of guys who are $7,800, $7,700 are 100 to 1 odds to win this thing. Thing. How does he have an advantage this week? Well, outside of just playing decently for you, he's a good score when it comes to birdie or better, top 20 in this field, and he's number five in strokes gained off the tee in this field. And he doesn't have to worry as much about accuracy, which could get him in trouble because of the way that this course is set up. So the ball striking is there because of the off the tee play. And then it just comes down to can he putt enough to make the weekend, right? A guy who ranks 104th in this field in putting right now, can he putt enough to make the weekend? Johnny Vegas for me projects out for 62.2 fantasy points as my number two overall point per dollar play. He's a C plus in my model right now. He is going to pick up ownership. I have him currently coming in early on around 10 to 12% ownership. I'm not shocked if that creeps up towards 15% once people start to realize the course fit here in terms of him being a bomber at a course that is going to reward those bombers a little bit more and make up for some other areas where they might lose strokes such as putting for Johnny Vegas. So as the number two play on the slate, and before we get into the number one play on the slate, how y'all doing today? I appreciate y'all being here a ton. Thank you for being here. Like, subscribe, do those things. We're back in the Galf Street right in time for a major next week. Any questions at all on this slate, reach out to me. Reach out to me in the comments down below, Twitter, whatever it might be. I know people have been reaching out in many different ways saying, hey, is the golf video coming out this week? Haven't happened the last three weeks because of travel and a lot of stuff. I've had to bulk all my content to the beginning of the week, which means stuff, some stuff has to get dropped. Otherwise, I burn the hell out and go crazy. That was the case for golf, but we're back in the streets right now, excited to be here. The AT&T Byron Nelson, first time course, the number one play on the slate for me. And now when I say number one play, it's a $6,400 golfer. So this does not mean lock this guy into your lineups. It means based on where he's currently priced, my model is saying that he is the most underpriced player and has a lot of upside. Now he's a $6,400 golfer. You might be able to just find this guy right now. Throw a dart at him and get him there. He's a fan favorite, if you will, to a certain extent. But there's a real chance he misses the cut. A real chance he misses the cut. His made cut equity is around 50 plus to 50 plus percent. It's like 50 to 51 to 52 percent, depending on where you're looking. And in many cases, he's going to miss the cut. But when he makes the cut, the scoring upside for this player at just $6,400. And honestly, the top 20 upside that you have here, a lot of equity. My number one play on the slate today is going to be Mark Hubbard. Again, it's point per dollar wise. He projects out for 57.3 fantasy points. That is not a lot of overall fantasy points. That is not my number one overall score. That would be John Rahman and Bryson DeChambeau. But it's considering the fact that he is $6,400. 
my model right now is basically saying that he should be somewhere around $7,400, $7,200. So he's arguably $1,000 under price, which I indicate that as being a very strong value play for you at $6,400. And right now, because he's below $6,500, if anything, he'll pick up at most 4% ownership. I don't even think it will be that high. 300 to 1 odds to win this thing. I don't need him to win this thing. I need Mark Hubbard to make the cut and just finish top 30. Finish top 40 even. We just need you to make the cut. It allows me to play those Bryson and John Robb lineups that I am currently planning and wanting to play together this week. Mark Hubbard, my favorite 6K option, my favorite value option. After that, you can see the rest of the top eight plays on the slate right now as you see them on the screen right here. Those are the top eight plays in the day this week. Take a screenshot mentally, take a screenshot on your computer, whatever you got to do. I appreciate you being here a ton. Thank you for tuning in. Happy to be back in the golf streets again. At the AT&T, Byron Nelson, like, subscribe, do those things. Sign up for Patreon to get access to all the projections, ownership rankings outside of these top 10 plays. Who are some other guys that are up in that range? Who are some other value options this week? Who are some other studs that I'm considering paying up for? What about the 8K range? We're going to touch on the 8K range at all, Sal. Where would be your favorite plays in the 8K range? We can quickly nod to that one. In the 8K range this week, I would say that my highest projected and my highest favorite play in the 8K range range. And it is indeed a range that I'm not really looking forward to because point per dollar wise, Matt Kuchar would be my highest overall ranking play. You have Thomas Peters who normally never shows up. You have Harris English who's trying to battle his way back. Jason Day and Sergio Garcia are the definitions of inconsistent for different reasons each. We just missed out on Taylor Gooch who would be my favorite play, $7,900. Yeah, this range is not great. I think Cameron Champ sets up the best. So I'll say Cameron Champ is probably my favorite play in the AK range followed by an Aaron Wise, but it's a brutal range, which makes it easy to just go all the way up to the top barbell approach, go all the way up to the top. Give me those two studs, Rom and Bryson, or maybe you like Jordan Spiethmore or a burger, whatever it might be, and then go all the way down to the bottom where we showed you a lot of six and seven K options was the main majority of this video. Thank you for tuning in. Support the sponsor of the program, Price Picks today. Use that code Sal for double your money bonus. Go get the free dollar ruskies. What are you waiting for? Linked down below. All the stuff in the description and even more. See you in the next one, gang. More content this week in the NFL streets, NBA videos and live streams daily. Any questions that you may have, feel free to reach out to your boy. The next time you see me doing some golf content, unless we somehow squeeze the stream in tomorrow, which I doubt, but the next time you see me, I'll be in the great state of Texas, living there. I'll be a Texan now. Peace out, gang. I appreciate you more than you